When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. All right, we're here with more breaking news around the NFL. Javon Hargrave the number three player on the PFF free agent board, signing with the San Francisco 49ers. It's four years, $84 million. We didn't know exactly where Hargrave was going to land, but he's going to the Niners, a team that already has Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. They love building that defensive line. So what are your initial thoughts here, Sam? Yeah, surprise team, I guess, is the first initial thought. The 49ers, I don't think, were a team that a lot of people expected to be in this Javon Hargrave sweepstakes, who was a guy we did think would get some of the biggest money getting thrown around today. One of the highest uh, graded free agents out there, one of the, the top ranked guys on our free agent board. But the 49ers are now another one of those teams. We were talking about Washington on the podcast this morning. How do they pay everybody? They were already paying their defensive line basically the most amount of money of anybody in the NFL. That was before they bring in Hargrave. And, you know, you've got potential deals upcoming. Like, wow, that's, that's an indication of just how much they value getting pressure with run four. You know, what's funny is they trade away, uh, trade away DeForest Buckner, who signed a four-year, $84 million contract with the Indianapolis Colts, take Javon Kinlaw, and now bring Hargrave in on the same contract. Like you said, potentially spending $70 million per year if Nick Bosa gets the 30-plus million per year deal we're expecting, and then Eric Armstead at 17 and a half. So it's always been their priority, and they're clearly continuing to invest in the defensive line. We've talked a lot about teams that have first contract quarterbacks. That's the buzz phrase, right? When you're able to do that, you can overspend other places. How much of that is now a factor? Jimmy Garoppolo's off the books. How do teams view this? Is that, hey, we've got this Garoppolo money freed up. We're going to have Brock Purdy, presumably, as our starter with Trey Lance as a backup right now. So we've got that flexibility. Even with Nick Bosa coming up soon, this was a more, you know, feasible move here for the Niners. No, 100%. And the surgery for Brock Purdy a couple days ago sounds like he did not get the full Tommy John, something you're probably more familiar with as a baseball guy, um, but, a, but a less invasive surgery. I mean, his cap hit is under a million dollars next year. Yeah. So we talk about quarterback <laughs> surplus with top five picks. This is Mr. Irrelevant. Um, you know, they can spend a ton outside of quarterback, and obviously they're going to do that. Where's the tipping point now for the Niners? We used to joke about the Rams and stars and scrubs and That is what the Niners, I'm not saying they're looking like that, but they have the stars. They have absolute star power. Trent Williams at left tackle. Christian McCaffrey is making over $16 a year. George Kittle at tight end. Uh, Debo Samuel. Then you have Brandon Ayuk coming up at some point. Nick Bosa coming up at some point. Fred Warner is making a ton of money. Eric Armstead, Javarius Ward, and now Javon Hargrave. That's a lot of big names and very good players 
how do they make it all work? And a lot of big contracts. I mean, you know. Yeah, I was you, listening to all the, the, you keep the biggest talking contracts. About, we, we talked before about when you get the big quarterback, you can probably afford like five more contracts. You know, five more big contracts. And basically, the rest of the roster has got to be put together on the cheap. Well, the 49ers don't have the big quarterback contract. In fact, they've got probably as cheap as it's going to get because Mr. Irrelevant and then um, a rookie quarterback as their backup, albeit a, a top pick. So they have a lot of free room that isn't going to a $45 million quarterback. And all of a sudden you create a list that looks like that where they can really start throwing some money around, albeit for a window. But like their window is now. It's a fair question, though. Like, where is the inflection point? Because it's left tackle, highest paid in the NFL, highest, one of the highest paid tight ends in the NFL. So it's also, you know, some premium and non-premium positions, off-ball linebacker. They have two guys making good money there. Uh, you can do it. You definitely can. They have this window right now, but they're probably near the end of the road of giving out these massive contracts. Ayuk uh, do for his fifth-year option. Is he maybe next offseason a trade candidate? Like, you start to look at the future at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, how, now how, do you, how do you manage that if you're, if you're managing the cap? For the 49ers it's a ton of really good players and look the we talk a lot about the nfc's wide open and this is the time to go for it and all that fun stuff the niners will be a super bowl contender assuming brock purdy's back and healthy and playing similar to last year but like how how do you manage this going forward i mean to me the the, the great thing is though like it's less about going forward and more about what they're like they are attacking this right now the afc is this horrific landscape where everybody's a contender but the nfc is kind of low on really good teams. I mean, the, last season, it was basically the 49ers and the Eagles. And they met in the NFC title game, and that went south because the 49ers ran out of quarterbacks completely. So we didn't really get to see the sort of titanic battle that that could have been. But the Eagles are set up again to contend. Now the 49ers are reloading to get back there right, right the same thing. Um, their entire interior defensive lineman, they, lose a, they used a ton of them last year, all of them outside of Armstead combined for 58 total pressures. Uh, Javon Hargrave, on his own, accounted for 66 pressures. So they are completely transforming that unit and pairing those guys next to Nick Bosa and you know maybe Drake Jackson uh, takes a step forward. But like that's going to be a nasty defensive front. I, I did a poor job, buried the lead, which was what are they getting in Javon Hargrave? You did a good job laying that out. 90-plus pass rush grade each of the last two years. For the Eagles, we track uh, win rate, how often they just win uh, as far as beating blocks, over 20% in 2021, 18% last year. Those are incredible numbers on the defensive interior. It's what, how the Niners like to win, which is on the defensive line. His pass rush win rate only trailed Aaron Donald and Chris Jones last year. So you're going to get that level of money. Uh, makes a lot of sense. It also helps for them. They had a billion compensatory picks. They have 11 total picks in this draft. The first one's not till 99, but you do need to add those surplus value players. Try to get some young bodies in there that are cheap to counteract all these huge deals. Yeah, so, they got, they got what, seven additional picks? I think it was six. The, or, oh, seven, you're right. Seven, seven. yeah. And, and, including three third-rounders, right? right? For, the, so, for the GM and the head coach. Yeah, like they didn't they didn't – they don't pick very high in the draft, but neither do they. Neither is it stocked entirely with like day three picks. You know, right, those right. those third rounders are kind of valuable picks. Like they can do some damage with those draft picks. Yeah, they have to because it's yeah. <laughs> is that where the strategy looks a little bit like the Rams, right? Yeah. Where there are a ton of stars on the team making most of the money, and the the, the underrated part of making the you know, what made the Rams strategy successful was finding starters on day three finding starters in round three, right? At linebacker, at safety, whatever it might be. Mike McGlinchey is going to be gone at right tackle. You have to find a starter there if you're the Niners. So 
Um, that's how this whole thing is going to come together, I think, is finding starters now on the cheap to go with all the stars they have on the team. Yeah, absolutely. I think they, they need to get that part of it right. Um, I think any team does. Like, if you're going to be a, one of the best teams in the NFL, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, you can't just have those stars work out. Like, the back end of the roster needs to at least hold its its own, which means some variety of capable starting play. I, uh, I just fired up the PFF grades just to get the totality of – the last two seasons in PFF pass rushing grade combined. Um, Javon Hargrave has been above 90 in each of those last two years. Over that two-year period, only Aaron Donald has a higher pass rush PFF grade on the interior. So Javon Hargrave is number two. He's ahead of Chris Jones. He's ahead of Jonathan Allen and whatever other you know interior defensive lineman, just Aaron Donald. So that's the kind of pass rusher they're getting. And last year, the number one pass rushing grade among teams was the Philadelphia Eagles. Hargrave, a big part of that. The 49ers were seventh. Wouldn't be surprised if that flipped going into 2023. The Niners look like they might have the very best pass rush in the NFL. Yep, finally closed out to 11 sacks, first double-digit sack season. Uh, also interesting for him, he's now played with Cam Hayward and Stephon Tuitt and, and the edge rushers in Pittsburgh, then goes to Philadelphia, plays with a bunch of guys, now going to San Francisco. He's a great player in his own right, but hey, his surroundings have been pretty great everywhere he's been. First big domino to fall, Javon Hargrave to the Niners.